Well, good morning. Welcome to Inside Middle Tennessee. I am Sarah Elizabeth Hickman McLeod. Say that again. Sarah Elizabeth Hickman McLeod. Thank you. <laughs> or just Sarah Elizabeth, like oh, Oprah. Okay. All right. Um, I am the interim zookeeper today. Zookeeper, sure? um, sure, I like that. <laughs> uh, our main zookeeper is out on uh, medical leave, and we wish him the best in his recovery. Uh, let me go around, and we have a room full of people today, don't we, T. Willie? Well, we sure do. So, That's great. T. Willie uh, helping us steer the starship. Representative Scott Sapecki. Good morning, everybody. Bill Glidden, and he has some Hey, it's guests. nice to be here. I'm so glad to have Bill Glidden here. <laughs> Coach James Dickinson behind me, which I don't... <laughs> you wave, they can see it. He, he waves. He's in the radio. Yes. yes. If you can picture a man holding his hand up and moving it side to side, that's coach. In a in a overcast day in Friday, I'm being Vince Scully in baseball describing. And my mother Sheila Hickman is with us today. So, um, but we'll start with our guest this morning. Bill, you want to introduce our guests? Well, I'm not sure that I can. Anyway, uh, Josh Craiger, Joshua Michael Craiger, one of his mothers met at him. Well, actually, I know Susan, so she can get that way every once in a while. That's right. But Josh Craiger is a champion uh, bronc rider, lives up in the Spring Hill area from uh, Columbia area and uh, Murray County. And for the very first time, the Murray County Fair is kicking off with a a BB&B, a Bulls, Bronx, and Barrel Racing mini rodeo. And I think those are absolutely fantastic. I've been to them all over the area, and they're really exciting. There's hardly any downtime, and they get the best riders and the best uh, barrel racers, actually the best riders for all three aspects of it. And uh, Josh is promoting that. For uh, the Murray County Fair, the first time ever, and it'll premiere when the fair starts on the 31st of August. So I'm not going to presume to know as much about this as he does, so I'm going <laughs> to get Josh to tell us what's going on, you know. I mean, who we're gonna, uh, he doesn't know the, the names of the people yet because we haven't got the registration started, but th- there's going to be some really, really top riders in all three aspects of it uh, on a Thursday night. Begins at 7. Tell, tell, begins, uh, begins at 7. Begins at 7, and prior to that, you're going to have some oh, little events that will be great for the family. You're going to have your pet bull there. I love that, that deer. Yeah, Knucklehead will be there. Uh, we'll start. We'll do some free pictures with the kids from 5 to 6 with, uh, with Knucklehead. That's a key. If you want your picture made <laughs> with that steer... It won't cost a dime. And that's the one you ride in Mule Day sometimes. That's it. Right? I ride Mule yeah. Day. Yep. Yeah. That's it. How famous. And, uh, yes. Uh, so the bronc riding, you'll have uh, uh, saddle and bareback, right? Yep, saddle and bareback riding, and uh, and then we'll have some bull riding. And, and some bull <laughs> And Jim Connor is going to ride a bull. I can't believe that. This young man used to come with his dad and grandfather to my farm to hunt all the time. And his dad... 25 years ago, helped me put up the fence around my arena, and uh, <laughs> been been good friends for ages. But this young man, how old are you, Connor? I'm 11 years old. 11 years old. He attends Hampshire School? Yeah, he's a hawk. 
He's a Hampshire Hulk. He's a Hampshire Hulk. Right. <laughs> so you're going to ride bulls, right? Yes, sir. Have you ever gone eight? No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> We've been close several times. Uh, yeah. He rides in the Tennessee Little Britches Rodeo Association. And, well, uh, the Little Britches thing up to uh, Josh's dad's place, uh, that's really great. I, I mean, I like that arena. They've got a covered arena, really nice place. And uh, I think it's terrific that you sponsored the Little Britches, but... But I was going to say, if you had never, if you've never gone eight seconds on a bull, you have a lot of company. Because <laughs> there's a lot of people, a lot of guys that haven't gone eight seconds. Yep. So well, he's uh, he's been riding about a year and a half now, so uh, he's still kind of just getting 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 the bugs worked out. But uh, I think we're going to do it at the Murray County Fair. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. Well, that's good. That's the first step. You got to you got to want to do it. If you're afraid to get out there, you don't want to fool with it. He ain't scared. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, uh, the stock promoters, who are a couple of the guys that are going to bring animals for you? I got some dear friends of mine, uh, Tony Keaton, great buddy of mine, and uh, Dylan Hallmark's going to bring some bulls. Uh, super good stock. I mean, some award-winning stocks. Been to the International Finals Rodeo. Uh, just really good stuff to get on, and that's why I wanted to pick the best. Okay. Um, Murray County, I wanted it to see what a rodeo is. I mean, I want to see the rodeos and the horses that I get to get on week to week. And Well, and I, and I think that's great that you're doing this BB&B thing. Uh, not that I have anything against steer wrestling and breakaway roping and team roping or tie-down or anything like that, but it's to me it's not as exciting as the bronc riders and the bull riders. And and actually, I don't think it's near as exciting as the barrel racing. If, if you watch and study barrel racers, when those ladies come out, I mean, they're going... They're flying. They're, yeah, going they're flying. 35 miles an hour. And they hit those barrels. They don't hit them literally, but when they turn them, those horses are athletes. And I like the barrel racing. When I go to a rodeo, that's what I like to stay for, is the barrel racing and... Uh, the bronc riding so but anyway uh, we always like to say pretty girls riding horses that's the best part well, about it now, wait a minute wait let's a minute. talk about this my wife is sitting out in the truck listening okay. to this so I couldn't say that <laughs> All right. <laughs> I couldn't say that so, yes. jo- so Josh if they're interested in registering to ride or whatever did they contact you or how does that yeah they'll contact me I've got a flyer out and stuff it kind of details everything uh, it we're going to start entries on the 21st, so, okay. um, and, and I'll have it all over my Facebook or everybody else's, and yeah, go from there. Well, yeah. But the, the most exciting part about this whole deal is I've actually got to pull some strings, and uh, I've got a very good dear friend of mine that I kind of grew up watching is going to bring the monkeys and the dogs. Um, <laughs> Team Ghost Riders are coming, okay, and uh, they'll herd, the dogs will herd sheep while the monkeys are riding them, and uh, they'll load them into a pen, <laughs> and then... Uh, He'll kind of try to. He'll put them on the truck. They'll they'll he'll load them in the truck with the monkeys and the dogs, and Man, it's yeah. probably one of the coolest um, specialty acts that I've ever been encountered with. And uh, Tim, the guy that's doing it, is is a phenomenal guy, and uh, he's done football games, baseball games, all over the world rodeos, and uh, Team Ghost Riders is going to be a thing to watch. Yeah, you know, Josh. Uh, anytime you watch, there's. Sheepdogs, if you will, uh, herd sheep. They're they're great. 
And, and I'm telling you, when you go to the rodeo on the 31st now and watch this, try to keep an eye on the handler. He'll have a little whistle, and he'll be tooting, one toot, two toot, signaling that dog. There'll be more than one dog, right? It'll be, it should be three dogs. Three dogs. And they signal those dogs, and they work, oh man, you can't describe them with words. You really have to see them. They're, they're wonderful to watch. They really are. They really are. And the handler... You can't take anything away from him. You don't want to put it all with the, with the dogs. But the guy that trains them and the guy that handles them, he's 50% of the act. Well, well we might be able to use him here at the studio to help hurt us. <laughs> <laughs> we need a Well, <laughs> I don't know if we can be hurted. I don't yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah, you probably could. You probably could. Uh, so, but I, I wouldn't want to equate you guys with sheep. <laughs> no, 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 no. Goats, maybe, but not sheep. Not sheep. But anyway, okay, your musical entertainment, Josh, the, the the girl that's coming yeah. was on. She was on America's Got Talent, um, Kylie Fry, super cool girl. What is she going to uh, do? She's going to sing in the pre-show. We're going to okay. start a pre-show about 6 o'clock, run it to about 6.45. Um, I've got another guy, that Brandon Bartley. Um, he's a local, and uh, he's going to do some singing with her. He'll probably open for Kylie. Um, I met Kylie when she was 17. Um, she was at the International Youth Finals Rodeo, rodeoing. And uh, I'd kind of talked to her coach a little bit, and, and Kylie came with her coach into the horse trailer and was playing some music and stuff and blew me away. Blew you away. And uh, it was so cool to connect with Kylie again and, and ask her if she would come, and it's a super huge honor that she's coming uh, and going to sing for us. Good. Josh, I know you're kind of a modest man, but I've known you for years and years, and I've followed your bronc riding. I want you to tell the folks, the listening audience, what some of your championships have been. Oh, I don't like to talk about that. I know uh, you don't. But, uh, we, we, and I, I, rodeo, it's, it's been a blessing. Uh, it's, it's a family. Uh, it's, it's great. That's probably the best accomplishment I got, is I've got a huge family through rodeo, um, I could be all over the world and know somebody at that rodeo. Um, I got knocked out at Cheyenne, Wyoming, and uh, the clown, uh, Cody Soulsby, uh, took care of me. Uh, so that's that's probably the best accomplishment at rodeo It's just the family and the friends. But uh, I've been blessed to uh, be a four-time world champion bareback rider in the International Professional Rodeo Association. And uh, I've won the average at the finals seven times, which is Pretty cool. It's it's been it's been good. Uh, this year will make my nineteenth year consecutively going to the international finals rodeo. I'd like to make twenty, um, and maybe uh, nineteen is close but, enough. Uh, no, and maybe retire, but uh, we'll see. We may have to go for twenty five. I don't know. Yeah. Now your brother Preston is he still roping? He he ropes. Uh, he's picking up actually at the rodeo, so that'll be cool. Um, it'll be a family affair and your dad is he gonna be a judge no he's not gonna be a judge i uh okay i got him just doing odds and ends and kind of <laughs> making sure everything well, gets done you know emma's good at doing odds and ends that's right that's right so, so rodeo's been good it's been a blessing so, so it's anyway. august 31st yes it's thursday night it kicks off the murray county fair and the uh, first time this we've ever had a a rodeo as as part of the the Murray County Fair, and I think it'll be terrific. I think that's kind of neat because most most of them usually have like a horse show or some kind of something with it. Uh, fairs do well. 
but the thing is that people are getting there now where they want to see something different. Yes. They, they, they don't want to see the same old thing all over and over and over. You can have the, uh, the demolition derby, you can have the motocross racing, you can you know, you do all that stuff. But you saw it last year. Variety. <laughs> yeah, you need you need a variety, and th- this is definitely a variety. Like some of these guys, some of these guys are going to be riders equivalent to Josh. Mm-hmm. Seriously, they're going to be champion riders that show up in one one regard or another, and uh, that's what you really have to have. And I think it's going to be terrific. So, if you all out there are prayers, pray for good weather. We do not want a rainstorm on Thursday night. Now that would not be. We'll no. still have fun in the mud. I can promise. Oh you yeah, that. we will have lots of fun, but it won't be so much fun for the fans. No, no, we'll make it fun. Though. We'll make it fun. We'll yeah. make it work. So it'll be a rain or shine thing. That's right. Rain or shine. So right. anyway, I, I want to know I want to know if y'all watch Heartland. If you've ever seen Heartland. I'm so busy during the week, it's hard to watch well, any TV. Well, you need to watch that. <laughs> Mr. Cobb, no, you would very, like very quickly, you talked about Heartland. I've watched every episode of the 13 years that they've been yes. on. That's one of the more realistic shows oh. that I've ever seen. I do get a little tired of the English saddles and the jumping. <laughs> but other than that... It's they, wonderful. It, it's, good, it's really a great show. It's, it's wonderful people. But, Josh... I want to thank you. Uh, and by the way, can you guys come back next Friday? Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we, we've got, uh, I've got a rodeo tonight at Rome, Georgia, so I'll fly down there to it. But uh, we'll oh, see a, what next week. That's another kind of, thing. He's a pilot. He flies through, through and from the There Georgia. you go. Well, that's probably uh, economical, well, not economical, but faster well, than driving. It's faster. It'd it's be faster. better when they get the Murray County Airport open back up. Right now, yes. we got the runway down, and uh, uh-huh. can't yeah. wait to see it back open. We'll get it back. But anyway, if you can make it, we'll talk about it during the week. But if you want to, we'll come back next Friday. We've got two more uh, weekends, two more Friday shows before you do your thing. And uh, if you want to. We can come back. And here I am presuming that I know what the heck I'm doing here. <laughs> oh, Bill. It's like riding a horse. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, uh, anyway, we have to take a break. It's, uh, but, Josh, young Connor, thank you so much for coming in. Well, Appreciate for having it. us. And maybe we'll get a chance to talk to you again before the rodeo. So. Yep. And best of luck to you all. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. All right. As a former small business owner here in Columbia, I know how important it is to stay connected to clients and the community. That's why at Caledonian Financial, we make every effort possible to give back to this community that has given so much to us. We do this by supporting our local schools, nonprofit organizations, and community outreach programs, to name a few. We are so proud of our town. This is Blair Park Sickman with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, health care, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of southern middle Tennessee. 
Join us. Help us. Call us. Front Porch Radio. Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Jumpin' Joe Wiley, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Inside Middle Tennessee on Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM. And we're back. I love our off-air conversations. Well, they are probably more valuable but less presentable to the public. Yeah, the best left (laughs) off-air. The best left off-air. Hey, I have a random question for y'all. Have y'all noticed the courthouse bell is not tolling? No. Well, that is just terrible. 
when Judge Rayburn became the county judge, it wasn't working, and he said he's going to get it working, and he meant for it to keep on working. Somebody better call the clock the, man. I, I noticed that the other day. Well, Scott's office is downtown, so... I love I'm, to I'm never there. I know you're never there, but, you know, I, I, when I walk downtown, if I have to take pictures of the buildings and stuff for grant writing and all that kind of stuff, I've noticed that kind of stuff. Do you stuff. remember, do you know that the music has stopped too? What happened to the music? Remember the music yeah, that the Mayor mu- Ogles had? Yes. That when you walked around the square, they would have uh-huh. music yeah. playing. Yeah. Yes. And that's been stopped too. Oh, did so, we not pay um, the bill? Uh, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's a new trend in main streets and downtowns. I can speak to this because I write downtown improvement grants for the municipalities and counties that we serve. And, um, a sound system downtown is the new thing, and you buy a subscription. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know that there's a company that does it. That's mm-hmm. just nice, like lively, fun music. Mm-hmm. Elevator music? Ele- no, I don't <laughs> know. Oh, oh no! Oh no! no uh, in downtown Nashville, when we walk to restaurants, you'll pass, and every block will have a different style of music playing. Oh, so well, while that's you're sitting nice there waiting too. for the traffic light to switch, yeah. you can be listening to music. If you go down on Broadway. If you can hear it, yeah. at, at, at every different block, there's different kinds of music playing. Yeah, I think that's kind of a cool idea. Well, we need to so. get the clock fixed. Well, the thing, the thing I liked about it was when Mayor Ogles did it around Christmas time. Yes, that And was you could hear nice. the, the Christmas carols playing while you're out shopping. Yes, yes. And it gave it that home, that little homey town. There's a word for you. Homey but, town. Homey but, town. <laughs> right? It's not even hometown. It's even homier than that. Right? I, got, I got something better than, better than that. Here on this radio station, you can hear music 24-7. Yes, and you can hear it from your porch. You can hear it on your porch when you walk up in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, last week we started talking about humorists and their quotes and that kind of stuff. We started about Mark Twain, and we lost track of time, of course. Um, imagine that. Imagine that. So, Mom's going to finish up Mark Twain, but uh, and then uh, we're going to end out the show. Scott's got some stuff to talk about after the next break. So, we'll just... Move on to Mark Twain. I will say, I got to see Hal Holbrook uh, do his uh, impersonation. impersonation of him at TPAC when I was in high school. And that was just fascinating. Who did you say that was? Hal, Hal Holbrook. Holbrook. He was Dixie Carter's significant other. I don't know whether they were ever married or not. But he was uh, on the TV show too. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would he went, he looks like him too. He went everywhere okay. impersonating Mark Twain. Well, since you started with Hal Holbrook, I'll start there. Then Mark Twain had bad investments. His printing company went bankrupt. He just had some bad debts there when he got to be older, and he was going to make things right. So he went on the lecture circuit. And it was called Mark Twain Tonight. And they would put up the billboards or the signs, say, Mark Twain Tonight. And Hal Holbrook undertook that. And the interesting thing about that is when he began, Hal Holbrook was a young man, and he had to pretend to be older with makeup and costume and so on. By the time Hal Holbrook got to be an old man, he was a believable Mark Twain. And I've seen him twice. Um, I've seen him. There's a little theater where Dixie Carter is from, and I get what it's some little town over here in, in the corner of West Tennessee, and they have redone their theater there, and it's called the Dixie. 
we should redo our theater, by the way. Huntington. 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 I knew, I yeah. can't ever think of where that is. But anyway, uh, Mark Twain is without equal in our literature. And I taught Huckleberry Finn for many, many, many years. And uh, I don't have it memorized as much as I do some of the rest of them because it's kind of longer. But most people agree that he's the greatest humorist we ever produced in our country. And there is a Mark Twain prize given every year for people who are of the genre that do well with the kind of humor that he had. And he had a very dry wit sometimes. Uh, his life is an adventure. You can divide it into three three parts. The part that is the most interesting is when he went out west. He enlisted in the Confederacy, and he and that didn't last long. That's called, <laughs> they wrote about it. It's called The Private History of a Campaign That Failed. And they realized somebody might shoot at them, so they gave up on being soldiers. And they went out west. And he did all sorts of things out west, including mining for gold. And the legend has that is that he narrowly missed a fortune by stopping his, his panning for gold. He left his spot, and somebody came along and found a bunch of gold. But he found more than gold because he listened to the tales of the miners and all those people who entertained themselves around the campfires at night. And that's where he came up with the jumping frog, the celebrated jumping frog of Calaveras County. And that's what made him famous about this man who would bet on anything, including a jumping frog. And they still have in Calaveras County, they still have a jumping frog contest every year. But one of the things we're most um, remember most about Mark Twain is his dry wit, and some of this came from his lecture circuit, and some of it came from his writings. But uh, I, I will start with this one. At one time, the Hawaiian Islands were called the Sandwich Islands, and he went there and wrote about it, and he was very much interested in it becoming a part of the United States. And he said, it was the loveliest fleet of islands <coughs> that lies anchored in any ocean. And we must think about them this morning and their loss mm -hmm. of that lovely place. And, and those who have been uh, can recall how absolutely much like we, what we, our picture of paradise absolutely is. But I'm going to do a few of his quotes some are uh, relevant to what's going on in the world today. He said, Civilization is a limitless multiplication of unnecessary necessaries. Isn't that so today? We have things that we thought we needed that we didn't need in the first place, like those things you order on television for nineteen ninety nine, Plus shipping and handling. Plus shipping and handling. <laughs> and if you order today, you can have two. The radical invents the views. Now, you listen to this one, Scott. The radical invents the views. When he has worn them out, the conservatives take them over. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> America. I, I, America. I, I'd rather have my ignorance than another man's knowledge because I have so much more of it. It's difficult. Oh, uh, when angry count to four, when very angry swear. Whenever <laughs> you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect. Mm. 
We can't reach old age by another man's road. My habits protect my life, but would assassinate you. He was always smoking a cigar. Be good and you will be lonesome. He was a Republican until 1884. And then he joined the Mugwamps to support Grover Cleveland. And I did not write down Grover Cleveland's opponent. But he would not support the the Republican candidate against Grover Cleveland because he said he was a crook. And he joined the Mugwamps because that allowed him to vote for the best man. Why don't we have names like that now? Mugwamps. Uh. <laughs> we don't do good with splinter groups. But they did get Grover, Grover Cleveland elected. They, did. they really did. I don't know about We'll talk about him sometime. Patriotism is supporting your country all the time and your government if it deserves it. Politicians and diapers must be changed often and for the same reason. <laughs> I did not look at any of this guy before she Well, I, there's nothing wrong with that. It's the truth. You, it's you, the can, truth. you, can, you can infer whatever you want to infer. Mm-hmm. If you don't read the newspapers, you are uninformed. If you do read them, you are misinformed. <laughs> We might say if we had one to read, we might be informed by poor papers. If voting made any difference, they wouldn't let us do it. The human race has one effective weapon, and that is laughter. And that is so true. Laughter disarms people. When I taught those wild Indians at Cox Middle School, when they did such outrageous things, just crazy things, and I, I would just laugh at them. And after I laughed at them, they didn't know what to do. And they, that disarmed them. They didn't know what to say or do because I thought they were just ridiculously funny. I used to tell them they better listen to me because they were going to high school. And I knew more about high school than anybody in that building. I don't think they believe me, but I like to say it. To succeed in life, you need two things, ignorance and confidence. We have the best government that money can buy. Boy, is that true. Smile, <laughs> Scott's smiling. Uh, everybody talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. In order to make a man or boy covet a thing, it is only necessary to make the thing difficult to obtain. Think about Tom Sawyer and the whitewashing of the fence. Classic, a book which people praise and don't read. And I think I said that. So how do you know how many books Mark Twain wrote? I don't have a count, but but I know he did Huckleberry and Tom Sawyer, and he did Innocence Abroad, and he did uh, The Prince and the Pauper, and he did A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. And I don't, Puddin' Head Wilson, I don't know how many. I, I didn't count that up. I would know if I'd been teaching it today. But as a final tribute to our friend Mark Twain, all American literature comes from one book by Twain called Huckleberry Finn, and that's what Ernest Hemingway had to say. We think that is the first great American novel, and even now it will come up on a list of of the greatest books that our country has ever produced. Very good. Well, we'll be back after these messages. 
One of our goals at Caledonian is to impact our clients and friends in a positive manner. Whether it's a friendly voice, a smile, and a wave as you walk past our office or supporting our community, the Caledonian team is actively involved. Through our memberships in Kiwanis, Rotary, Murray Alliance, Circle of Excellence, volunteering in Boy Scouts and 4-H, serving on a variety of boards and more, we stay connected to Murray County. This is Perry Bowman with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. The Kiwanis Club and Columbia Main Street are partnering to create the best event of the season, the annual Kiwanis Chili Cook-Off and the new Main Street event, Fall Fest on the Square. This will be held September 30th, 3 to 7 p.m., downtown Columbia. There will be music, food trucks, vendors, and entertainment by the renowned Journey Band, Majestic. For more information, visit the Kiwanis of Columbia Facebook page and click the Events tab or go to www.visitcolumbia.com. Gypsy Kings featuring Torino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
You're listening to the best in news, talk, sports, and music on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Well, we're missing Jim Ross. He just texted. He said he's listening to us. So, shout out to Jim. We yeah, miss you. Absolutely. We hope we, we see you soon. Um, and uh, Representative Sapecki asked this morning if he could have a little bit extra time to talk about special sessions. So, I'm going to let him go ahead and discuss that. So, the governor, as you saw this week on Monday, did make the special call, uh, the session on uh, August 21st. We will be gaveling in on at 4 o'clock. I will tell you this, folks, if you do intend to attend, I would get there extremely early. Like uh, 7 o'clock in the well, morning. Well, we are being told that there will be roughly at least four to 5,000 people there to protest. Uh, most of these people will not be from the state of Tennessee. So um, one way or the other, I would, if you value your rights in Tennessee, I would make sure that you're up in the General Assembly so that the legislators hear from the people of Tennessee what their thoughts are. Um, but uh, it'll be a very volatile environment. We've already expressed to the governor that we are very concerned for the safety of, and, and I'm not so concerned about my safety because the troopers are going to try to protect me the best they can, and I'm not a little person. But <laughs> but we have we have administrative assistants, we have oh, clerks, yes. we have staff, uh, a lot of young women up there, and these people are going to be very very angry, especially if they feel like they're not getting their way. Yes, and, so, and, we, and let us reaffirm that they are mostly, mostly not mostly, Tennesseans. Yeah. We are the only General Assembly that will be in in the entire country. Even even Congress is out. So they have one shot, one place to focus. This will be very volatile. The governor has made a lot of a, a wide call, but it's a very narrow call. Normally what he does is he says, we're going to open up a special session to talk about education. Well, that's all of the title. He's had 17 different parts that he wants to talk about that are pretty specific trying to, to structure the, the, the bills that we're going to see. A lot of it has to do with mental health and getting mental health uh, facilities built and getting uh, uh, people help for that. I've already met with the Commissioner of Mental Health. I'll be running a bill to help facilitate that. That will happen for sure. We also have a lot of concerns about SROs and districts not taking advantage of the money that we are providing for SROs to provide a safe environment for their schools. I'll be running language on bills on those to make sure that schools will take advantage of the money provided by the people of Tennessee. It's not the government's money. It's the peoples of Tennessee's money that they want to make sure that our schools and our children are the safest and most protected that environment. That money is earmarked for that. That is correct, 100%. Uh, and it's recurring. It's not one-time expenditure. The state has committed, and we committed for you, that we will put SROs in every public and private school in the state. Very we have good. to protect our children. Um, so we'll be making sure that happens. Uh, and then some other things we are going to work on, uh, uh, crimes that are committed with guns. Uh, we already have hundreds of laws on the books about breaking the law, but we're going to add some more to it and stiffen the penalties and crimes, especially ages 16 to 18 year olds. Uh, we have a huge problem with them with gangs about stealing guns and using guns to commit crimes. The problem is, as minors, a lot of them aren't being pulled up into adult court. Yeah. They're being left as minors, and therefore they get the slap on the wrist and they're out back out committing the crime again, especially down in Memphis, which is the biggest problem we have. So we will be, uh, if you commit a crime, certain crimes as a minor, ages 16 and above up to 18, you will be pulled into adult court and you will be tried as an adult. Therefore, your record will not be expunged. Good. So we are, we are, we are serious about 
do not commit crimes, period. But if you commit one with a gun, it's going to be very, very painful to you. Very painful. Um, also looking about uh, 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 the transfer of juvenile def- uh, the, the transfer uh, of juvenile uh, defendants who have committed multiple crimes over multiple o- multiple years that denying them the expungement of their crimes when they turn 18 so that therefore there's a record of their of their criminal past but they can work towards expungement if they have a certain amount of time clean oh, so well, so so you can work towards getting your your your, your 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 gun rights back if you're a convicted felon you you do not have a right to to have a firearm but we feel that if you work towards reforming your life and spend time a certain amount of time leading a good leading a good clean life then you can petition to have your 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 gun rights restored other than that um you know there's going to be hundreds and hundreds of bills filed from both sides of the aisle um we know that for sure education will be opened up. I'll be on education, so I'll be working in education. I'll be working in insurance also because insurance will be opened up also. There will be a bill I'll be carrying uh, in insurance also. So I'll be carrying probably four to five bills in the special session. How uh, long is the special? Is it, is normally, it Normally they're three days long. Okay. We're being told to be prepared for, be prepared for six days, which is a very long because the speaker feels it necessary that we open up the subcommittees in the house normally when we have a special session there are no subcommittees it's just full committees but because of the magnitude uh, and the breadth of the bills that we're going to be experience, uh, uh, working through that he wants the subcommittees open to do their work which is that's where all the vetting of the bills takes yeah. place so um uh, I, I i am sure that you'll be hearing a lot of no up from the general assembly especially when it comes to constitutional rights well, I'm just telling you, I swore an oath to uphold the Constitution. I swore an oath to uphold you know, your rights, and I swore an oath that I would I would vote for, propose, or pass any bill that is injurious to the people of Tennessee. Well, Scott, I got a gut feeling that this will get very heated. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, it will yeah. get very heated uh, from day one to day. And I'll tell you this: 10, if you if you're if you're a teacher, not a, a history teacher, but if you're a teacher, as volatile as it might be. This is the process we work through in our country, right? What a lesson. It might be really good to take a pause on Tuesdays and Wednesdays in education and let the children, especially in high school, right? Oh, yes. Let I them would let see, my students watch. Let them watch live on the, on, on the debate process because this is real. Yes. This is life and death bills that we're talking about. And these are things that, that, that kids need to know of, hey, this is what, this is how you make the sausage, and sometimes it's ugly. Yes. And, and this is going to be a tough one, and I'm preparing for it mentally. Um, I will do my best to respectfully represent District 64 the best I can, but most people know my beliefs and my values, and I will stand for them, and I will stand in, in the way. Well, don't we know that the nation is watching us? They are, and there's Where? a lot of states that are watching us right now because they rely on Tennessee to stand on that wall and defend constitutional rights. And they get their strength from us. Believe it or not, I've had conversations with representatives and congressmen all across this country, and they're telling us, stand firm, Tennessee, because you are the backbone of this country right now. And you said, uh, how, let them watch how the sauce is being made. Yes. And you realize it starts with a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's going to be very interesting because as, as teachers – this could be a huge teaching lesson about about government and how things work. Well, yeah. the flow, like how all that flow. I don't think most people understand no, the flow. Like 
it go, you know. Mm-hmm. You and the hard thing bet. is, and, and if if it come, if they open up instruction, right? Yeah. That's, I'm the subcommittee chair. As a chairman, it gets heated sometimes in there, and you've got to keep order, and you yeah. got to keep order sometimes in the audience. Yeah. And there comes a time sometimes where you have to clear the audience. Yeah. If they are not going to be respectful, remember, it is your house up there, but you are an observer. You are to make sure that the, that 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 the democratic process takes place properly. It's democratic with a little d. Little d. And, and so, you know, you can come up, you can watch, you can talk to us when we're out uh, off the dais. Yeah. But when we're conducting business up there, you are an observer. You are a gayist. Right. And you're supposed to watch to what we do to make sure that we are doing it properly. And so we are, uh, I know as chairman, we're going to have a, a real tight, a, a real tight, a real, real quick gavel because we can't afford for it to spiral out of control. Because when the, when it's over, if you've been up to Cordell Hall, and I try to walk th- back to my office, I have to walk through the crowd. Yeah. And and we've been told <laughs> you could probably speed anywhere on the interstates in Tennessee for, th- that week <laughs> because all the troopers will be in Our Nashville. Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so uh, if you have any questions on that, uh, reach out to my office. Give us a call. Um, like I said, if you come up there, be aware it's going to be a very volatile situation. So you know, it, it, be careful. Imagine how the traffic is going to be. I mean, so, traffic's bad up there. Well, they're anyway. they're talking about blocking off uh, John Lewis Way in front of Cordell Hall. That makes sense because our staff has to walk from the parking garage across the street. Yeah, therefore they would not have to walk through the crowd. So that's what's going on. Uh, contact us if you have any questions, and then bef- let's wrap up. If you don't, know, something a little bit more cheerful than that. Uh, well, didn't Whitthorn win last Football. night? Coach? Yes, Whitthorn won Yay! last night. Oh, with yes. on one Saturday Saturday night too had the border battle against Richland oh, yes. Raiders and of course Lightning came about three minutes in the third quarter and, and we had to lead the field never come back but the score was forty eight six at that point with on <laughs> then we had a uh, Monday and Tuesday practice uh, Wednesday was canceled because of the storms we had two days practice for Coppin and Eo Coppin's a fine school down there in Lawrence County and they got a tremendously good football team. They hadn't been beaten four years. They unloaded 64 kids off the bus last night with uh, 36 eighth graders. And was kind of like a David and Goliath. I looked across there and I says, we're pretty good, but they're real good. <laughs> but at the end of the night, we upset Coppin 14 to nothing out here in Lindsay wow. Stadium. So good job. big win That's last awesome. night. Good That's job. Awesome. Last week, Columbia Academy traveled to East Hickman for their scrimmage, their second scrimmage. They, they won 42 to nothing. Awesome. Oh, they gave up one first down the whole game. Well, second right. game, second game in a row. They've given up one first down. That's it. Uh, looks like if they can stay healthy, yeah, we could be, we could be seeing possibly a trip to Chattanooga with Columbia Academy. Uh, this week is our jamboree, sort of like it's another scrimmage against Spring Hill, and then next week is game week across Tennessee. Game week Seems zero. That it came very fast. Of course, tonight, <laughs> tonight you can hear the call on 103.7, the uh, Jamborees out here at Columbia Central yes, Stadium. Yes, that's the tradition. The Cornersville will play Lewis County. Then the JV from CPA and Columbia's JV will play. And then the nightcap will be Columbia Central versus Christ Presbyterian. Oof. Oh, wow. CPA? CPA. That's so a, that's, a, that's wow. the nightcap tonight. And then, of course, next week, like Scott says, season opens. We're, we're a host of Marshall County, and there's no love lost there. You're talking about a crowd of people that's going to be there. Uh-huh. Yes. We host uh, the next week, uh, as they host Marshall County, we host Middle Tennessee Christian. Middle Tennessee Christian has a University of Tennessee signee at tackle. Oh, 
my. So, uh, and Daniel and are Daniel they and, out of Murfreesboro? Yeah, they are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Daniel and oh, Gabriel will be going up against that tackle. <laughs> of course, some, uh, Summit will travel to Spring Hill next Friday night yeah. for their kickoff. Okay. So most all, and I, I'm still trying to find out if Mount Pleasant's at home, but next week I think Mount Pleasant's on the road at Wayne County. So three out of the four teams in Murray yeah. County be at home. So you know what, folks? It's time to get out. And enjoy the, enjoy the weather as it starts to change and gets cool and support our football teams as they make the drive to Chattanooga. And we're, we're doing the game of the week this year, the trailers, the cruise. It's like the ESPN game day. And uh, the first game of the week will be the Marshall County and Columbia Central game. Okay. So it'll be broadcast on both stations. Uh, uh, also be live streaming the games this year. So there's a lot of changes and a lot of great things for the fans. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, there, there's just something about football in general this time of year. But going back to your high school and watching mm-hmm. the football, just sitting in the stands and feeling just well, that well, feeling. Well, we have so many people that are new to Murray County, right? Yes. Get involved. Yeah. It yes. is, it's fun because you're going to see your neighbors out there. Cheer the kids on. I'll tell you what, it means a lot to these kids when they look up yes, in the stands and they're full. Yes, yes it, does. it does. And I was in the band, and when we played the national anthem, and we we got set on this the before we played, I would always look and like just scan the crowd. My parents sat in the same. My grandparents <laughs> and parents sat in the same section at at Lindsey Nelson. And, and go ahead, go ahead and tell us the number of band members you, that y'all had at them days. And then days we were we're probably like three hundred on the. You know field. how many they got now at Central? Probably not that many. Eighty. See, and the mama says it ebbs and flows, but all of us, we filled up that entire field. And um, and all of us that I've kept up with that were in the band, we talk about how much fun it was. It was a lot of work. Sure Mr. Brown was. and Connie Kathy demanded excellence. And we would we would do anything for them. We was football and, coach back then. We would journey and y'all be out there yes, practicing. Yeah. And I said to the football players i said them band directors chew butt better than we do <laughs> oh, if philip brown got a hold of you <laughs> or connie kathy it, you were but i i love i love them and they were magnificent impact on my my life and my friends lives um they they taught me about punctuality and and striving for a goal and i think all of y'all the coaches and the teachers and everyone that's impactful mm-hmm. with youth you know if That's you big. if you want to, and this is what I believe, if you see what happens on first Fridays in Columbia, there isn't a girl out there or a guy out there that doesn't remember going back to their high school days about going to the high school football game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So if you want to put a smile on your wife's face, yes. <laughs> take her to dinner and then go to a football game yes. and let her remember what it used to be like to attend those games. And my wife would say the divorce papers are coming. (laughs) (laughs) That would be like mama going to a basketball game. She she would say the same. And speaking of football. Yes. Yes. 101.7 is a Titans affiliate this year. We will be broadcasting all the Titans game. Oh, Oh, fine. Starting with the uh, first preseason game, which is this weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, They will be playing. So we will have them uh, on Saturday. At uh, 11 o'clock, 11 to 3, roughly, is the time frame for the Titans. The official announcement will be coming next Thursday on a big event Oops. we're going to host. Yeah, but that's fine. Uh, let me ask you this question here. Alumnus of MTSU. Go Big Blue. Are you taking the ride down to Tuscaloosa this year? I'm not going to Tuscaloosa, <laughs> but I'm going to listen to one of my mentors and family friend, Chip Walters. He's great. Uh, he is magnificent. 
and uh, Joe, Big Joe on the go, Joe Dubin's joining him this year. <laughs> right. Um, and there, Chip has that that certain voice. You know, y'all listen to the broadcasters of the sports and all that. You know, and Chip is one of those guys that if I'm scan scanning the radio stations during football season and I hear Chip, I stop. Oh, and yeah. I listen he's to good. Chip. Yes, so. he's, he's my Lindsey Nelson. <laughs> We've had, there's several broadcasters that have come out of Central High School that do, that did sports. Lindsey Nelson and Chip. Let and, me throw this Hail Mary. There's another one coming. Yeah. Louis, Louis, Louis. Big Louis. Louis, Louis, Big Louis. Yeah. Yes, we're and looking and forward to He'll be drawing up with his dad this year on that's the, right. oh, on the Columbia oh, Central Broadcast. Don't tell that's special. Yes. Have dad and son in the booth. Yeah, together. I, I think, think that's fun. Both very good. Yes. Yes, but um, but Friday Night Lights is is very cool. It is, and Saturday Night Lights. Yeah. And our, well, that's what that's what glues small town America. Yeah, are you going to Tuscaloosa? Yes, I got season tickets to Alabama games. Oh my! And then we're gonna follow up the next weekend when the Texas Longhorns come to Tuscaloosa. Oh, that's gonna be so fun. it's big thing, big thing. So, what else we got on the board on the schedule, well, T. Willie? We got. Uh, Hopefully they can get their act together. Atlanta Braves, uh, who've dropped a few recently, uh, their relief pitching has been struggling. But we carry them all season long, as you know. Uh, we will have them tomorrow at uh, 5 o'clock on 103. And uh, Sunday as well at 1130 in the morning, we will have the Atlanta Braves. We've got NASCAR uh, this coming Sunday. We will broadcast that game. Where are they at? They're in Indianapolis at the road course. Oh, road course. So that's from starts at That's where you make friends at the road course. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. on the ins. If you've ever been to Indianapolis Motor Speedway, it's pretty cool. It's on the infield by the golf course and all that. I mean, that's the only track I know of that has, I think, three holes of a golf course in the infield. <laughs> it's amazing. they got an amazing museum there. So, But, yeah, and then I think our Game of the Week broadcast crew coach, if, correct me if I'm wrong, is uh, Barry Duke and Drake Colley. On what now? On the Game of the Week yes, broadcast. They are. Drake so, the Snake Collie. Yeah. <laughs> and Barry Duke, who is a, an amazing announcer. Barry Duke's, uh, he's a legend in my he mind. Is. Oh, I yeah, got to, I got to travel well, with him. Well, that's Barry another for, Central High School yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. I got to travel with him for several years. Barry Duke and I was the color and play by play for the Central Lions. Yes. And I, yeah. We got to travel together for. You know, good seven, eight years well, there. He, uh, when Dad coached at Central with Lake Kelly with the 92. Girls basketball. The boys. Oh, the, when the boys, right, the boys were boys, state runner-up. Um, that's who we'd listen to. So, uh, but the, I guess that's about it uh, for today. We'll be back next week, as always. Um, I am Sarah Elizabeth, your interim zookeeper. We hope everyone has a great weekend. Good day. Until we meet again